Friends, today we're going to continue walking through the book of Acts. And we are now on the backside of the day of Pentecost. And we have uh, just been walking with Peter as he preaches this, this amazing message concerning the Lord Jesus Christ to an audience who would have uh, been uh, there when Jesus was put to death and an audience who surely was hearing the rumors of the resurrected Lord Jesus. And we see that Peter preaches with power and full of the Holy Spirit. And because of this, we see that 3,000 people come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. Now, on the back side of that, we see the effects. We see what happens. I want to read to you verse 41 through 47 of Acts chapter number 2. Then we're going to go back and over the next few days, going to just kind of pick this text apart. But I want you to listen to what Luke, the writer of the book of Acts, says in this portion of Scripture. Verse 41 of chapter 2. He says, So those who accepted Peter's message were baptized. And that day about 3,000 people were added to them. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to the prayers. Then fear came over everyone, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now all the believers were together, and they held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed proceeds to all as anyone had a need. And every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple complex. And they broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with a joyful and humble attitude, praising God and having favor with all people. And every day the Lord added to them those who were being saved. Did you hear right there toward the end of verse 47, what the, what the narrator, the writer of Acts said concerning the early church. He said they had favor with all people. Now, friends, today, you and I, we live in a time and a day where the overriding sentiment concerning the church amongst unbelievers is what? Well, I don't want to go down to such and such church because it's full of hypocrites. You know, Christians, they say one thing, but they do another thing. And friends, today, I'm convinced that the church no longer has favor with all people. And when I say the church, I, I mean the organized church. I, I mean denominations and those sorts of things. Of course, we know that true believers in the Lord Jesus Christ are not hypocrites. We understand and know that we are fallen individuals who have been saved by grace and certainly not perfect. We certainly don't walk with a haughty or arrogant attitude acting as if we have risen above sin. We understand that the Lord Jesus has saved us and called us out of that life and we want to share our testimony with the lost and dying world. But the Bible here says that the church had favor with all people. Now friends, I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of a church that has favor with all people. I want the testimony of the church I pastor to be a testimony that a lost and dying world says, you know, I don't know a lot, but I know one thing, that there's something going on down there at the church at the end of the road of Flat Creek. It's such a church that, that, that they truly are 
what they claim to be. They're born-again believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and you know, if I were going to go to a church, if I were going to be a part of a church, that's the church I would be a part of because they practice what they, what they preach. They don't just talk the talk. They walk the walk. I want to be a part of a church of favor. Well, when we think about the church of favor, I believe the Bible tells us how we can become the church of favor. If you look back in verse number 41, verse number, or excuse me, verse number 42 of chapter number two, the Bible gives us what I believe are just four requirements for church to be a church of favor. Listen what the Bible says. Luke would write, they devoted themselves to the teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to the prayers. Now, over the next few days, we're going to go through each one of these kind of foundations for the church at favor. But today, in just a few moments, I want to hit on just the first one. Friends, the church of favor is a church that is devoted to the word of God. What does it say here in Acts chapter 2, verse 42? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. The apostles' teaching. What were the apostles' teaching? Well, if you will remember way back in the book of Luke, chapter number 24, there's that moment on the road to Emmaus where those, those two apostles who are walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And the Bible tells us that those two disciples, as they walk, suddenly they are encountered by the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Now, they didn't recognize him at first. And they travel with him and he begins to tell them all these things. And he's asking questions. But when they sit down to break bread, with the resurrected Lord Jesus, he begins to tell them everything concerning himself from the law and the prophets. He begins to unfold and unpack everything about himself from the Old Testament. Now here's Jesus, the word of God, become flesh, sitting before them, opening up the Old Testament and saying, this is what the Old Testament says about the Messiah. And this is all the prophecy about him. And this is how they've been fulfilled in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And at the end of the conversation, the Bible says their eyes were open and they realized it was Jesus. And immediately he disappeared from in front of them. Now, friends, when we think about that today, these disciples certainly had the greatest professor, the greatest teacher that they could ever have. They had the Lord Jesus Christ himself who had opened up the Bible and said, this is how you know that I'm the Messiah. This is all the prophecy concerning myself. And so now those disciples who had walked, talked, fellowship with Jesus, not just the two, but all the others who had been with Jesus pre-crucifixion and post-resurrection, all of them, they had this knowledge of Jesus. And so now they are opening up the scriptures, the scrolls, and they're teaching how Jesus is the fulfillment of all scripture. Now, friends, when we think about that, the Bible says that this young church was devoted to the apostles' teaching. They hung on every word. They couldn't wait to get back to the place where the apostles were able to open the scriptures and say, thus saith 
the Lord. Friends, today we live in a day and an age where oftentimes the Word of God is just regulated and put over to the side inside the church buildings. We have preachers that just pull text out of the air and then use it to to, to make a, a nice topical sermon about whatever's on their heart. But friends, I'm telling you, you need to get in a church where the pastor opens up the Bible and preaches the text. He doesn't go in with topics and then find text to fit his topic. He lets the text drive the topic, whatever it may be. And friends, when he does that, the word is elevated, and I'm just telling you, hearts and lives are changed. And what we need today are more Christians who are hungry to hear the truth of God's word. Just to sit under biblical preaching and say, you know what? I don't want the water down. I don't want the surface level. What I want is what God says. And they devoted themselves to the Word of God. And as they devoted themselves to the Word of God, God did a work in their heart and they became the church of favor. So if we're talking about wanting to be a church of favor, the first pillar of that, the first foundation that we must stand on, friends, is the Word of God. Are you attending a Bible-believing church? I pray that you are. Friends, may God bless you. May God keep you. And may God make his face shine upon you. And we'll see you next time on New Horizons.